tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Is <laughs> OPP? Hey, we could have come into that. Welcome, After Buzzers, to Monday Night Football. I'm your host, Christina Kaplan. I'm joined by my two mocha chocolate lattes and my Irish cream. Well, I've never been referred to as a Starbucks drink, but I'll take it as a compliment. Uh, uh, and I'm not Irish. Tell them your real name. I'm like, and I'm not that Irish. Is that is Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. And I'm a grande. Yeah. Just a little extra. I'm okay. Kevin John, and I'm a Vinci. 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 What is that? I have no idea what I just said. And I'm Steph Z. I'm a, I'm a Jets fan. I'm not, I'm none of that coffee oh, so, shit. So hey, that was just the first um, so you're thing I could come up with, so... Anyways, hey guys. So, you know, what would you if you were to call yourself a Starbucks drink? What drink would you be? I'd be a caramel macchiato. You just had to whisper it so seductively. Yeah. Right. Extra shots. Can you turn feisty. me up, Alexis, please? You can't. Yeah, yeah I can't. You're I feisty. Can't. We know that. Yeah. <laughs> can you check? Can you yeah, turn you, me up a you're tiny bit there too? Always there to give a quick check. scare. Uh, you know? Yeah, you, you guys. Right. If you didn't there know, we well, you Levels don't know, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, on my way walking in tonight, Kevin jumped out of the bushes and made me drop my new iPhone six and scream. It was hysterical, by the way. You know, what? I was <laughs> for the fans. I'm gonna record it next uh, Monday when I jump out and scare her. No, again. I this... heard leaves rustling, and I was about two seconds away from <laughs> literally sprinting to the door because I turned back twice, and I'm like, is there somebody shit. doing something? like what's going jump on? Out of the bushes. <laughs> a black man has any business oh. jumping out of any damn bushes. <laughs> Scared a white girl. Your ass will go to jail on GP. Yeah. <laughs> Tina's like, no, it was a joke. Nope, it's right here in, in paragraph C, section 34. <laughs> Great way to start the show with some racist, yeah, uh, racial tension going on. We from Monday Night Football, <laughs> yes, it was, which clearly uh, we're not talking about I will record it then. for all you fans next Monday. Hey, well, we they, don't want to see it. That's funny. They like our <laughs> pre, like pre-show jokes, I guess jokery. I guess we're talking about jokery because the Jets had a bye, so there's nothing to pick on me about. Exactly. We can't talk about the Jets. Well, except for the well, fact that Rex Ryan got a $100,000 fine for saying what... You have said the past two episodes the F word, and um, <laughs> Thank God I he was get pissed, apparently, after that. beating the Steelers, which, why are you mad, Rex? I love you, Rex, I do, but why are you mad? We won a game, we won a game, we shut Roethlisberger down, why are you mad? Yeah, okay. you got to start was, W somewhere, I mean, yeah. goodness. You know, yeah, you know what's funny? At the end of the game. Oh, yeah. what, of, what was funny, Kevin? Tell no, me, what was funny? What's funny is your attitude right now. I'm, it's I'm ready hilarious. for it. <laughs> no, honestly, um... For those of the fans that don't know, I, I work as a school teacher during the day. So we actually Shocking had sense. we actually had some Pittsburgh. This is a true story. On Friday, the, uh, the minority owners of the Pittsburgh Steelers actually came to our school to talk to some of the kids. So it was hilarious. They were talking about you know what it's like to you know be on the front office and the that because you know obviously they're not like coaches or anything. So they were saying one of the things going into their bye week, they have to figure out how it is that they lost to the worst team. I'm not lying. Those were his words exactly. He said, we got to come back from how we just lost to the worst team in the NFL. And um, Worse than the Raiders? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he put them below the Raiders. Actually. Of course he did, because he just lost to the Chargers. Got barely beat. But, anyways. Um, a win is a win. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. The Chargers are in the AFC West below the Broncos, the Chiefs, which means, guess what? They're not going to the playoffs this year. Hey, so, back to my story. There's about you know, nine games, didn't you say? Nine say weeks left? Yeah. Anyways. It's not going to happen. Speaking of Ben Roethlisberger that you mentioned earlier, the Steelers played She's in Monday mad. Night Football tonight. Um, they did, barely beat the Titans. Hey. 27-24. She got to the claw out with the nails. <laughs> yeah. Talk about my um, Chargers, damn it. 
just stop but, trying no, no, to just, rile me up. Not to go off the subject, but do you really think the Chargers are going to make the playoffs this year? I think there's a chance. If they continue to play well the rest of the season, they have yeah. to win the Contin- rest of the season. So you season. think they played well Sunday? No, yeah. but they won. That's what I'm saying. They have to well, win the rest Well, they can't win like of, that. But they have to win the rest of the season. and yeah, Because so the they chance. almost lost to the team that's the, worse than the Jets. That is very true. <laughs> they almost lost, very, but they didn't. very true. But they didn't. So after losing to thirty-seven really zero, from I know what's wrong with the Chargers this year. I mean, I, I, are you? They started off hot and just kind of fizzled out for a little bit, you know. I mean, they didn't yeah. fizzle yeah. out. They got they cold. Coming I mean. from you, I mean, I'm not... <laughs> my team's out of it, dude. I can yeah. say whatever. I okay, want. she had Steph, a bye week. Steph had the gall to say that. She thinks the Jets are going to make it to the Super Bowl before the 49ers. I did. Yeah, yes, I she said that. I pretended like, oh, didn't you have a bet that you wanted to make with me? $100. You hear that, sports fan? She's putting a $100 bet that her Jets, I can't even say this without laughing, but that her Jets will make the Super Bowl before the 49ers do. But she, And they also bet that if the Jets made it to the playoffs, or no, if they made it to the Super Bowl this year, that Kevin John would get a tattoo. A Jets tattoo on Rex his Ryan. Rex Ryan on his neck. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. That's the only reason yeah. why we could ever root for the Jets is simply for that. <laughs> so next you season, imagine- next season, if you see Kevin John show up in turtlenecks, <laughs> you, you know, you why. know why. Because <laughs> yes. some girl gave me a hit. So. No, probably not. Because we saw how you were talking to those girls earlier. Oh, that's not part of the show. All right. <laughs> Anyways, like I said, right. the Steelers barely beat the Titans tonight, twenty-seven twenty-four. The Steelers are now seven and four on the season. Titans two and eight, another lowly team. Uh, lowly, know. yeah. If you want to talk about that, I mean, honestly, the Titans didn't do too bad tonight. Just no. If you, of course, the record is not gonna properly display until, until display the third quarter. They, they played yeah, I mean, awesome. They were in this game, it was yeah. actually a really good game this evening, yeah. and they were giving the the Steelers run for their money. There was a there was a, a what a drive or two where Roethlisberger was getting sacked play after play. He got back to back right, sacks. back to back sacks, and they were putting pressure on him and whatnot. So, I mean, how often do they have the lead? They had the lead. Uh, they, they got the lead just what once. Uh, they had the, the lead. Steelers? The, uh, no, no, the, the, Titans. the Titans. The Titans had the lead heading into the fourth quarter. Yeah, they were they right. were up by yeah. eleven. Right, so they were they were playing they were, this they game. They were down then. Up. Yeah. It would, they weren't. They didn't have the lead the whole game though. Right, right, right. But yeah. so, the majority of the game they were. Leading. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I was like, oh shit, we all picked the four. okay, we all picked the Steelers. So okay, we're good. We did. Um, <laughs> hey, let's talk about that real right. quick. I want to give a big shout out to Fantasy Stats Guru. This fan, you're amazing. We love you so much. Thank. Thank you for watching. Thank you for your comments. He actually gave us our tally what? of where we are. He did. So, I here, don't know. Here it but is. we don't want to hear it, though. So, anyways. Oh, yes, we no, do. No, we oh. do. All right. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we don't. I don't want to hear it. You, you almost have as much I'll be back. I'll, I'll be back for this part of the show. All right. Go ahead. Dude. All right. Moonwalk so, out. Go ahead. No, you stay. Because, Christina, you, for Monday Night Football, you are you picked the, the Steelers, so you're gonna be six and four, okay? You're six and Wait, four. Well, how am I six no. and four if I pick She'll the Steelers? Be seven and they three. won. She'll be seven and three. Okay, I'm gonna do before today because then we gotta add in all our picks from last exactly. week. So as of last Monday, yeah. you were six and three for Monday Night Football, and you're in first place, fourteen and six for overall picks. Thank you very much. The fact that you work at NFL Network and have a lot more <laughs> access to stats and information out of all of us. True that. If you weren't in first hey. place, you'd be doing something wrong. Look, you got all your papers and stuff there. <laughs> we yeah, just watched stats, the game I can't and even talk. read that. Okay. Thaddeus, you are for Monday Night Football. You are 5-3. and three, And overall, you are 13-6. and six. So you are There's absolute. a game missing. That's because you weren't here. Oh, I wasn't here for a week. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, Kevin, for Monday Night Football, my Anyways, friend, let's skip on to you stuff. are one and four. <laughs> one and four. So, this obviously, the 49ers is the only bench. one. Time out, time out, time out. First of all, being yeah. one and four is something a Jets fan can relate to. Um, second of all, you got to realize, I, I enjoy... <laughs> if I was one and four, dude, I'd be happy. <laughs> That's terrible. I have a better attitude as a Jets fan than you do as a Niners fan. Your team's better than mine. That's a problem. Moving on. Your <laughs> overall record is 3-9. and nine. What? How hey, are you Kevin so bad? Uh, yeah, that doesn't seem like okay. it. And then mine, I'm, I'm not the best either. But my, and I feel like I have more, no, I don't. Mine is, I'm 4-5 and five for Monday Night Football, and I'm 9-11 overall. Okay, so I'm so about you 500. A, you have a better almost. percentage of wins versus losses. 
Now, see, what Fantasy Stats Guru did not point on there is the overall knowledge and insight that went into the, our predictions for these things. Now, that well, one in four... you didn't have enough. The, 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 the one in four... <laughs> I don't know where you're not, going with this. I, I, I don't know how to figure this I one out. I feel like you're... you're Let's just get back to talking well, about the game today. Yes, How about and then that? let's just all give a good shout out to Fantasy Stats. Yes, we thank really you so, so much. Thank you. Thank you, thank you Fantasy uh, Stats. Right, cool. back to the game. So, like we were mentioning about the Titans earlier, I am curious to, to know what you guys think. You all agreed that we saw sparks of a good team there. Do you think that this was just a fluke? They were happened to be playing well, or do you think they're kind of an underdog team and they're just they just can't finish the game? You know, first things first, you know, from watching the first and second quarter uh, of this game, the Tennessee Titans did a good job <laughs> of, of, of of controlling the ball, you know, uh, controlling the line of scrimmage. Um, and, and I'm not even speaking defensively. Offensively, they were very efficient at running plays. They converted, I, I don't have it exactly, but um, a lot of first downs, the first half, and they looked sharp. You know, they weren't looking like a team that was, you know, confused, trying to seek, find their identity. They looked very fluent out there. So, um, with that being said, I think it's more of them not being able to finish. Um, because they looked extremely sharp in the first half, and I thought they were going to run away with the game. Um, and then they got that big 80-yard bomb right before the end of the first half as well, just to kind of go into the halftime with some momentum. Um, who, who scored that touchdown? Uh, the 80-yard yeah, bomb? Who did score that? You tell me. Uh, His name was Washington. Yeah. Well, Metaburger so, threw it, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, who, well, who, who else threw it? You know, I, I, Tebow? <laughs> on his third start as a rookie. Yeah, I, I would have to say, although um, Kevin's cheese. recap is a little bit vague of the first half of the game, <laughs> I would have to say that the defense also allowed them for those turnovers. They had yes. back-to-back sacks. They took Ben down. Roethlisberger couldn't throw the ball. I mean, They were well, blitzing every, every single, single time. Yeah. The D made them have those, the op- they, they like, Gave the offense the opportunity to score, and they did. They produced, but it wasn't like they had a forty-point game. You know right. what I mean? Like they did capitalize on what the defense was doing. Is, is what I think. And to answer your question even more, so it was funny. We all, the three of us, actually got together, watched the game tonight. Tina Cap was too cool, but um, we actually those people in the bar that weren't even fa- like Titan fans that were just saying, you know this looks like a playoff team, like in the beginning of the game. Right. And they're like, aren't right. they like 2-8? and eight Or what, their record, I think, was, what are they, 3-? and Well, they're 2-8 and eight now. They, they were 2-7 two two and seven seven. Going, yeah. going into so the game. So they were just like, it's so crazy. They're playing so well, which, you know, I would imagine. But they've also played some would... really competitive teams up until this point. It wasn't like they had the easiest schedule in the NFL. Right, but it's team two and eight going in against the Steelers, you would think. There have know, been, there have the been a number won't... of teams in NFL history who have actually – played well and just came up short and they had yeah. losing records. Yeah. Well, um, well, speaking well, of... You know, yeah, to, to bring this back, and again, not just to bring it back to my Jets, but like the... <laughs> The ste- like, are the Steelers just not performing to their capability that they were a couple weeks ago? Is that why teams that is that why teams like the Titans are getting close? Is that why teams like the Jets could could win? You know you what know, I mean? Like, what happened to the Steelers? They, they were on first. They a, lost three pivotal players on defense. Yeah. That is their problem right now because off- obviously they don't have a problem on offense. Uh, Le'Veon Bell rushed for over two hundred yards tonight. Good job, uh, Antonio Brown had another great game. Uh, Heath Miller, 71 yards. So uh, offensively, they're not having an issue. I think it's the lack of Ryan Shazier, Troy Polamalu, and Ike Taylor, three main guys on their defense. Well, well I don't you know, know that I agree. I, yeah, I, yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily the, the – I, I mean, for the most part, their defense was pretty good tonight. I mean, they weren't – you take away the 80-yard bomb by Nate Washington at the end of the half, and I thought they were pretty solid. I think first things first, got to realize offensively, Ben obviously is not going to throw six touchdowns every game, you know. And when they were going through connect on anything tonight, yeah, exactly. When they were going through that hot streak, I mean, Ben was as hot as a you know a tire in the middle of Death Valley in the summertime. So um, yeah, scorching. So anyways, a weird. You gotta love that analogy. Was that a good analogy? No, as hot as a tire in the middle of the desert. That's yeah. probably really hot. That's because the rubber. Yeah. Exactly. We weren't supposed to scientifically figure out the physics of it, but anyway, anyway um, like I'm saying, Ben, Take he was extremely car. hot when they were going through that particular period. <laughs> so therefore, I feel like I have a moving microphone here. 
So therefore, um, basically the point I'm trying to say is that, you know, their offense was clicking at the right time when they were going through that extremely hot speed. Um, and obviously, and the defensive um, defensive coordinator, they found ways. Even though Antonio Bryant was effective tonight, he was held for under 100 yards. He did have the one touchdown that he came up with, the 12-yard uh, pass, which actually put them ahead. But, um, you know, I think that uh, the uh, secondaries have really been uh, uh, cracking in on them. Well, obviously, their ground game was just, I mean, they couldn't stop Le'Veon Bell tonight. Beast. And what I like, or I guess I should say what I enjoy watching about him is the way that he attacks each play. He's patient. You know, he kind of. Yes, Le'Veon Bell. He, you know, is. He kind of doesn't come rushing in like a Marshawn Lynch, like full speed right off the bat. He kind of is, like they mentioned a bunch of times, he's patient with the play where he'll, you know, start slow and stutter step and then cut left and just find the lane. He waits to, yeah, he waits to see it. He waits to see it. He has to play develop. Yes. Yes. He allows the play to develop. He allows his block, he allows his linemen to pick up the blocks. And because because of his explosion and his explosiveness, he's, he's able to get that little stutter step, as you mentioned, which is the change of pace and then just, explode into the opening, explode into the hole and just and then just go. Besides that, he has really good feet. Yes. Uh, he this does. guy's footwork, I was really, really impressed. You the, were screaming at the he TV. Breaks I'm like, Yo, he breaks I, I, I'll angles. be quite honest with you, just uh as a former runner, somebody who has vision like that, which is very rare. You don't see a, there's not a whole lot of guys with that kind of vision. Uh, especially someone who can actually make people miss in a hole that's Yay wide. It's not very big. He's right. he's running and making people and yay, miss. Just for you guys that are listening, not watching, Yay was about a foot wide. It's like a couple <laughs> feet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not it's not very wide, right? So um this guy, he definitely runs with vision. You can see the way he was cutting, the way he was making guys miss, and he was exploding in the hole. And the fact that he was falling forward most of the time just is a is a testament to his explosiveness because he had guys that were hitting him. Like he's not a small dude himself by any means, but you know, well, he a lot got of, rocked a couple. Yeah, times. he did get rocked he a couple times. Jersey. But I think you know because he was because he ran so hard in the hole. I think a couple of those times, a lot of other backs would have probably fallen back, right? Especially okay. based on how hard he got smacked a couple right. of times. So uh, this guy really put the rest of the NFL on notice. Everybody's paying attention to him now. Yeah. Like, well, he broke a, sure. a few records tonight. He, 200 um, yards, NFL, is, yeah, Monday he, Night Football. He's the only Pittsburgh running back to ever on Monday Night Football rush for over 200 yards. He's passed Franco Harris now for the most rush yards by a Steeler in the first two seasons. And he's second in the league in rush yards behind DeMarco Murray. He's got 1,233. He's got 951 now. Well, you know, uh, the most important thing that you, uh, uh, that you guys have to take away from this game is the X factor, which was their offensive line. I don't care who you are as a running back. Barry Sanders, Adrian Peterson, Emmitt Smith. You're not going to get 200 yards by yourself. Of course not. Barry may have been the only exception because he was just that gifted and played that long without a solid line. But for the most part, you know, you you need the assistance. You need the help. And even though their offensive line did surrender a few sacks in the um, first half, I mean, they, they were sharp. I was looking at some of the holes that Le'Veon Bell, like you said, he mm-hmm. um, you know, he, he was waiting before he made his cut or went through whichever hole for the opening. And his offensive line, they weren't just blocking just a person off the line of scrimmage. They would block, release, and then go block somebody else down yeah. the field. Yeah. The block. That takes true shed, athleticism shed the, yeah, from the offensive the block and then go block I love down field. That. That's yeah. my favorite word ever. Athleticism. athleticism. But the problem with that is they weren't doing that in the first half. The, the offensive line was not there in the first half. They, it wasn't, it wasn't. I thought they were trying to do more of a passing game in the first right, half. Right, and yeah. and Ben didn't have enough time. Obviously, he got sacked multiple times. He seemed like he got um, flustered a little bit. Yeah. He was like, he was like, what the, what the heck is this? What's going on? And Le'Veon Bell didn't really get going until the end of the first half and then really took off in the second half. Yeah. If you look at their last drive. The Sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. Um, if you look at their last drive in the second half when they sealed the deal when they were just running the ball out, Le'Veon Bell was running like a madman. Yeah. Like a man on a mission that just got released from prison and was like, 
I have to get these this first down. I don't know why I just used the prison reference, but at any rate, um, it's a sensitive subject in the NFL right now. But at any rate, you know, Le'Veon Bell was re- – my analogies are off tonight, I admit. Yeah. But anyways, Le'Veon Bell, that last particular um, uh, series, he completely took over. I mean, it, he, he reminded me of Jerome Bettis, the bus. Um, the bus. Was, you know, it's funny. It's funny, it's funny you would, mentioned that because uh, for a big guy, Jerome was known for his footwork. He had really, really good. Yeah, feet. he was he huge. Just, he just wasn't a fast. Fast, exactly. He wasn't a fast guy, but you know he would lower the boom on you. But he had really, really good feet. He did. Um, and he some of those stutter steps kind of remind me. Jerome used to do some of those. You know, some some of those same things had some of those same tendencies when he ran. You know, it makes me wonder how come Jerome Bettis never went on Dancing with the Stars. I think he could sauce it with those feet. <laughs> Graceful. Well, fun fact: Graceful. Jerome Bettis was good enough to go pro as a bowler. Oh wow! That dude is really athletic. Well, he has he arm actually, strength. I mean, he could he just, could bowl like really. Bowl. He could shot put the bowling ball. But yeah. You, oh, I'm gonna get in trouble if I say that out loud. Say it. Put. Say it. You think bowling requires true athleticism? Ooh, I'm offended. I, I Are know you pe- a professional bowler? I'm, no, but I know I some can picture PBA. you in that little. It's a sport. It's a sport. It's a sport. But uh, you, that's, that's my only defense. But you, <laughs> I would definitely think that. Bowling is a sport over cheerleading. Ooh, you guys are just really trying to offend people today, yeah, aren't you? I, I would disagree. Uh, and <laughs> cheerleading this is like, requires a lot. I would, I would You're going to defend cheerleading? I would 100% defend cheerleading. The, uh, over athleticism and being able to throw yourself, do the acrobatic, do this, that, and the other thing. Cheerleading but rather than standing sport. and throwing. As a sport it's very is what I'm saying. I didn't say they weren't athletic. Mm-hmm. They are. Cheerleaders, gymnasts, very athletic. But I don't think that cheerleading Well, my is comment a sport. was that bowling doesn't seem af- the, the, the you don't need athleticism to be a bowler. Right. What so about golf? I think what you about need golf? athleticism what about golf? to be a cheerleader. What about so golf? That's a, do you need athleticism for golf? Yeah, you need accuracy. Uh, th- right, a but lot what do we define athleticism? I guess for me, for athleticism, it's which is like the word of the day. Deion Sanders. I that, yeah, that like I feel that it's, it's being physically physical fit ability. in a way that you like have Like pure just physical ability yes. without... Not the, the I, without I, I the feel like the sport should require that. Like in golf, yes, you have to. But there's another there's another aspect to being an athlete that is just you have to have the discipline to to practice to get better to get better. So do all these other things require that discipline? Mm-hmm. Yes. Do they mm-hmm. require you to be as physically fit? And, so gamers, and, so gamers aren't athletes. Bullshit. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, you know, this, this, this... I call BS. This raises an interesting no. topic, not to go too too much off subject, but if you guys remember the ESPY Awards um, yeah. a few years ago, the NASCAR driver was named Athlete of the Year. I, um, was it Earnhardt or... I forgot. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Maybe it was Dale. I, I forgot exactly who See, it was. See, but I Maybe think I'm, that NASCAR is there was more so much controversy than other stuff. Because athletes were saying, how can you give a person who drives a car Athlete of the Year? And, you know, it raised a pretty interesting debate. Because... What you put your body through in order to train for that, to be that, to be in the car going circle and circle and circle, like what your body goes through traveling at speeds like that, if you crash, you have to be strong in many different ways. So I would understand that. Hmm. I would understand that more than a bowler or a golfer. Anyways, um, speaking of athleticism. What about if you play croquet? That's like saying if you play jarts. <laughs> okay. Horseshoes. Let's, let's, yeah, let's get back to the game. <laughs> yeah. um, we talked about Le'Veon Bell and the run game on the Pittsburgh side. So yes. let's switch over to the Titans, who really couldn't get much going in uh, the run game. Uh, they had Bishop Sankey with 11 rushes for 38 yards and a touchdown. Now, he is a rookie, went to UW, University of Washington. Yeah. Um, I remember him in college. Yeah. Mettenberger is a rookie. Uh, Taylor Lewan's a rookie. Their left tackle. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys think of these rookies on the Titans? Um, do you have high hopes for them? Do you think that they are promising? I think they're very promising. They're showing that they're, – and they're getting the kind of seasoning that's going to make them uh, really be able to contribute to – because, I mean, you know, this game like tonight it was a pure example. This game could have gone either way. Mm-hmm. So you have rookies like that that are able to contribute uh, – to the productivity of their of their organization, and the next thing you know, those L's in the next season or two are going to turn into W's, and you're looking at a winning organization that could at least make a playoff appearance. 
I agree. Do you think that Zach Mettenberger is the answer uh, for the future at quarterback for the Titans? That's a tough question. I mean, I know um, three. he's only had three starts, so right. it's not a lot to really judge on. You know, we definitely have to see uh, more from him. But I would say there's more promise for, for Mettenberger at uh, Tennessee than there is for Sanchez at Philadelphia. Hmm. Ooh. <laughs> wow. I like that little diss there. Little, yeah. Yeah, that is dumb. That was not a diss. That's not a diss. It's not my quarterback. I mean, not, yeah. It wasn't a diss towards you yeah. either. I'm and just, if you remember I'm correctly, just, I'm last like, year, everyone, I mean, last week, everyone loved Sanchez and how well he played. The, the sports commentators were like saying he was the best thing since sliced bread. And I'm right. like, wait a minute. He was good when he came too. And look at how he did yesterday. Right. He That's just terrible. within the context yeah. of yeah. the ongoing horrible. conversation we've been having to make a comparison. Right. You anyway. know, so. Yeah, no, to answer your question, you know, first things first, this is not one of those losses where the Titans need to go into the locker room, hold their heads down, be demoralized, and discouraged about what happened. This is a very good Pittsburgh Steelers team that they just played, who is on a roll, despite the catastrophic loss last week against the Jets, but it's on a roll. And, you know, since the Roethlisberger era, they've won two Super Bowls. They've been three times. So, you know, for them to be, like you said, have those many notable rookies and to be able to perform this well, if anything, this was an encouraging win. And I think that going in and looking into next week and throughout the rest of the season, they're going to find ways to gel together. Now, Mettenberger, this is only his third start as a quarterback. We need a lot more development Mm -hmm. until you really start to progress, um, you know, at an exponential rate. But... At the end of the day, I, I I don't I don't think the Titans were horrible tonight. I mean, this didn't look like a team Definitely that was. Yeah. They weren't horrible, but I feel like this is one of those games where they go into the locker room being like, "Man, we should have won that game." They, you know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. they shut Roethlisberger they down. Yeah. They just couldn't shut Bell down. They couldn't they finish couldn't, the game. Right. Listen, whoever's going to control, if you can control the clock by controlling the run, then you have the game under control. Yeah. You know, the whole point is to actually. You know, can establish the run, and then you could open the pass up. I mean, Brown, he had what? How many did he have? Like two touchdown pass uh, receptions? No. Yeah, nine receptions, nine, 91 yards, one, one touchdown. touchdown. Yeah, one yeah. touchdown. Okay. Yeah. And then I think, I think he had another key reception that was pretty big at one point. Maybe it wasn't a touchdown, but it was a, he had a couple of like key receptions. Yeah, he, can, uh, he from, did. He, they, they, him and Roethlisberger connected. But that was all based on them establishing the run, right? So uh, uh, Le'Veon Bell. Was able to, and even though the line did really well in protecting him, he actually had a hundred yards uh, in run after contact um, mm-hmm. yardage. This guy actually produced on his own, even though the line produced for him as well, and they did contribute heavily. This guy worked for those yards tonight. Yeah. yeah oh did. yeah. 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 And my thing about the offensive line is not to take anything away from you yeah, know Le'Veon sure. Bell. He. I mean, we were just talking about how good his footwork is and his patience, and yeah. I mean, clearly. Um, look like an elite running back um, tonight, but um, you know that. With, with that being said, you know, um, I, I, you know, run yards after contact truly shows the endurance uh, and just overall strength uh, and physicality. And after he's a big guy too. He's like six one. I don't know. We didn't get a stat on his weight, but yeah, he's six one. You know, when you see a guy run like that in that style, you know who he kind of reminds me of a little bit, um, Fred. Is it Fred Johnson? Fred Jackson? No, Fred Taylor. Fred Taylor from Jacksonville? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm thinking of Jacksonville. Jacksonville, Fred, yeah. Fred Taylor. Fred Taylor. He yeah. kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, he that does. That style a little bit. He that does. stutter and then explode into a whole kind of thing. Like, yeah. Except he's, you know, just, I think he's, I don't know, he might be a little stronger because he, 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 he dipped on a couple guys a few times. Like when he was the time for him to make that contact, he just kind of lowered his shoulder and kind of fell forward. Nothing. And he knew how to slip and slide. He was real slippery. Like there was a couple was. times he just kind of turned, and then yeah, he just kind of went him. with the yeah. He just he knows how to roll, roll mm-hmm. with with the contact, and just like you know pick up that extra yardage. A lot of guys they resist, so then it's easier to bring them down as opposed to rolling with it. It's kind of like right. martial arts. Sometimes you know you roll with the using somebody else's momentum against them kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He did that a lot. Well, I think that th- that just goes to show how in tune they are with their bodies. Right. You know what I mean? And, and being fit does that. And I've a lot of these guys you you read to do like yoga and all this stuff so their flexibility so they can just kind of be in mm. control of all of that. Yeah. So I think that has a lot to do with what you're what you're saying over there. Yeah. Now a lot has been said of Le'Veon Bell's dominance. I mean, I just want to ask you guys: Do you think that? 
you know, and just not taking anything away from him, do you attribute it more to him just being this outstanding dominant runner, or do you attribute it more to the Titans' defense just collapsing in the second half? Um, I think that Le'Veon Bell is an extremely talented, all-purpose running back. Mm -hmm. um, we've seen in, you know, all season he's been able to perform. He's very good. I think that... Yes, the Titans defense did collapse, but I would I would put more credit on Le'Veon Bell than I would on their collapse. Their collapse. Yeah. Okay, I can dig it. I agree. That is? I concur with that one. I, I agree, too. I also think that, you know, clearly when they saw that Roethlisberger was having a slump or whatever's happening with him and he couldn't make the passes, yeah. that they changed the whole game plan Absolutely. and gave him more opportunity to run because they saw him exploding. And, you know, when someone on your team is on fire, like if it's working, just keep working, you right. know, like don't keep giving him the ball. If it ain't broke, don't try and fix it. So because Roethlisberger couldn't connect on the passes and he was getting sacked and like there was clearly a breakdown in that game plan I think towards the end of the first half and the beginning of the third quarter is they they rethought how they were going to do the game plan and that's when we kind of saw him start exploding explode explode more yeah well I'm curious to hear what you guys think um obviously Kevin you mentioned the catastrophic loss that the Steelers suffered to the Jets um and you would think you that know what? I'm going to say Ben Roethlisberger played worse tonight than he did against the Jets. Right, so so let me get my question out. Um, <laughs> are you guys concerned at the way that they responded, that the way that they did not bounce back from that loss until the second half? Um, did, are you concerned with the way that they responded to that loss? Well, anytime you lose to the worst team in the NFL – it's going to take you a while, you, you know, that's it, it, going to shake you a little bit, you know, especially when you're on fire. Because you got to realize they lost to that team right after they were just scorching teams. I mean, just just doing unprecedented uh, Right, numbers. but that's what divides, so, like, the, the winners and the—that's what divides the winners and the champions. It's like if you can't ba bounce back no matter who you play and no matter who you lose to, if you can't bounce back the next week and play a team that's 2-7 and seven after you lost to a team that was 1-8— and eight, you got a problem. Right, and that's yeah. that's why I'm asking it because yeah, I, I think that the way that they responded tonight, they, they didn't show up until the second half. And you would think that after a loss like that, regardless, like you said, Steph, regardless if it's the worst team in the league or the best team in the league, after a loss, you're expected to bounce back in a certain way and somewhat redeem yourself, come out and prove that you didn't deserve that loss and play better. They came out kind of just flat. Well, you know, one thing you got to realize is that, you know, when, when, when Pittsburgh was going through that um, hot streak, uh, specifically offensively, um, you know, defenses or defensive coordinators from opposing teams that you're going to play, they look at that, they read that video and see things. And you saw a lot of schemes tonight where um, the Titans had a double over on Antonio Brown. Um, and, uh, I, I, you know, quite a few times you saw them in either uh, uh, cover two or deep. and they. But were, he caught that touchdown on double coverage. He, he, uh, well, he, he <laughs> pulled a hell of a juke. Yeah. Did you see that route he ran? Yes. But a lot that of it was his misfired passes yeah. the, first, the first half. Right, and I don't want to take away from the Titans' defense. Like you were saying, they did Perform. scheme well. Yeah, they applied pressure on right. Ben. They right. sacked him several times. And when you start applying pressure on a quarterback and keep hitting them, that's going to throw off the QB. Right. That's going to throw them off of their rhythm. Right. And, you know, they're not going to be able to make the passes that they routinely make. So I give a lot of that just um, credit to the Titans' defense in the first half. You know, they came with a great defensive package, and they executed it very well. So, I, you know, I, I don't think that was much as a collapse of the Steelers in the first half. I just think that the Titans did a very good job defending it. I wouldn't say they collapsed. I would just say that they didn't come out with any sort of fire lit under them. Which, right. mm -hmm. I mean, speaking from for myself... Whenever I ever lost on a team, you know, the next game that we played, it was like we came out and crushed them because that's what you're supposed to do after you lose. It's like you're not you don't nobody ever is supposed to lose. You're never you never want to lose. And Unless so you're you, the Raiders. Right. Well, they don't I don't think they want to lose. They're just very bad. <laughs> but no, you know what I mean? Like. I just, I'm a little concerned with the Steelers team. I think they have a lot of talent. I think they can be really good. They are really good, but I just don't know. Mentally, maybe they're not quite in the right 
spot. Do you I, guys disagree I, I think, with me? I think they're in great condition because, first of all, they found, I mean, Le'Veon Bell has always been a beast, but they just found that, you know, they, they found that he truly can carry this team if need be. It doesn't always have to rest on Roethlisberger or Brown, um, you know, or any other offensive weapons. They, you know, it's not like they just found Le'Veon Bell as his weapon, but they see now, you know, when he gets going, the, uh, you know, the, the the power that he can bring to the team. So I think of anything, it may be an encouraging win for them. Right, but these come from behind wins. It's not going to work. It's not going to be successful against every single team. This is a struggling Titans team. You know, I'm looking at their rankings right here. 31st in offense, 22nd in defense, 27th in passing, 23rd in rushing. Not, you know, a struggling Titans team. Put them up against a Packers team. They're they're not going to be able to come from behind and pull off these close wins. That's what I'm getting at, is that they have the makings of a good, possibly championship, definitely playoff-bound team, but they're just... I don't. I don't know why they're not reacting the way that I would have expected after a loss. That, that's all. Who do the Steelers have next week? Uh, next week they have a bye week, and then uh, week thirteen they play the Saints. The Saints. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm Which sure going the Saints into their have been bye, struggling as well. So. Yeah, that'd be hope maybe a good yeah. game. They're both kind of in the same place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I understand what you're saying. You bring up a lot of legitimate points, but I don't think it's as big a concern as you're making it. I think it's just, you know, the fact, you know, Ben wasn't as accurate as he, he should have been on a lot of those stories. Yeah, I think it's more on Ben, to be honest with you. I think that it's the fact that... Are we okay there? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I, no, you just almost pulled my earphones off. Um, well, I, uh, I think that... <laughs> I meant to do that. <laughs> you know, I mean, he went from throwing six touchdowns a game to one yeah, right. If that the like lucky pass, right? Yeah, I mean, and and he's good. I'm not trying to take anything away from him, but clearly he's not performing the way that he had been. And I mean, every great team, you know, I, I understand what you're saying. You know, great teams they 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 come in and execute dominance from the beginning. But every great team is going to have a fall. If you look at the Broncos this past week. They had, you know, that was very uncharacteristic of them. A meltdown. I, I <laughs> but another thing is the Rams, speaking of losing teams that do well, the Rams have beaten the Seahawks, defending Super Bowl champions, the Niners, probably arguably the second best team in the league. There's no bias behind that. And, um, you know, the, the Broncos. <laughs> Wait, no the Rams are who beat that. you last week? Whatever. That was a goal line the, 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 mistake. You're defending them. Goal line well, mistake. Well, since the Rams now beat them, too, it's okay. But anyways, what I'm saying is, you know, on any given week, you know, kind of like the Jets beat the um, Steelers last mm-hmm. week. You know, the Rams beat the uh, the Broncos. You know, sometimes t- um, I think a lot of times these great teams, when they go into playing teams that are subpar, they may not. I'm, now, I'm not saying the, uh, the Broncos don't prepare as good because we all know Peyton Manning is the genius of preparing. He's the god of that. But I just think sometimes, you know, when these great teams are playing these teams at a little subpar, they may not come into it thinking, okay, we have to put our best foot forward. We have to play as hard as we have to and things of that sort. Now, Right, and that's what Steph was saying earlier. That's what separates winners from, from champions. champions. That's, what I'm, that's what the point that I'm making is this Steelers team has the potential to be a championship team, but... They're coming into these, like you just said, coming against a subpar team and not, you know, performing as if they were playing the Seahawks, the form, you know, the uh, reigning champions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to make it a huge issue. It's just obviously, you know, we it's the game. That's what happened tonight. So we want the Steelers like a little bit of a will debate, be all right. You know, the Steelers will be out. So by the way, is it me or the microphone covers look like those Steelers socks that they, they wore that one time? Those hideous bumblebee uniforms. I they actually had like on. those uniforms. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. But you know, you we like you know Tina likes ratchet stuff anyway. So <laughs> anyways, <laughs> two chains. So anyways, um, no. That, uh, let me ask you. Okay, let's, let's talk about a question that's not. <laughs> that is, you awake over there? I am. No. I'm wide awake. <laughs> I'm just uh, soaking this all in right now. You guys are out of control. Anyway, go ahead, Tina. Um. Okay. So the Steelers are now seven and four. I want to know. I, uh, the AFC North is a, a competitive division. Who do you guys think is going to win? We have the Bengals at six, three, and one, Ravens at six and four, and the Browns at six and four. It's a relatively even yeah. league. I mean, division compared to 
you know, some of the other ones. Well, you know, I'll say this. The Bengals are definitely hungry. They, they, they're hungry. They, they, they have a lot to prove. But I'm going to go with the Ravens, and I'm going to just say the Ravens is because they, um, other than the Steelers, you know, they, they're very experienced postseason-wise, you know, um, and that, you know, that can – Testament to that is winning the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. They come so, from a tradition; like they're very seasoned. Exactly, they're seasoned. Yeah. And they have right, and they and they still have the wherewithal to make it happen for them. If they want to do it. <laughs> Sorry, I was just looking at the standings, and the Jets are six games behind. <laughs> And remember, oh. she said the Jets were going to make the Super Bowl this year. I didn't say this year. Oh, no, okay. no, no. Let's be clear, my friend, because your Forty Nineers are not going to the Super Bowl this year either. Uh, we should make a bet on that. Are you? Are, are, first of all, the Seattle lost yesterday, which means um, the Forty Niners actually are um, second in the NFC West behind Arizona, who's playing hell of a football right now. And I think the Niners are a better team than Arizona, so. Um, uh-huh. The Niners are not going. Did to you Super really Bowl. just say that? I think the Niners are. I did say that. I did say the that. Niners are better than you Arizona. I think the Niners are better than Arizona. Your mind, good. Kevin John. Good, good. That's a compliment. I'll Wait, are that. you guys with me that this, the Niners are not going to the Super Bowl? They are not. No, and they are most year. definitely not okay. better than the Cardinals. Tina, are the Chargers going to Super Bowl this year? No, oh. I'm a realistic fan. They're not going to go you to the are Super Bowl. Not a true fan. I hope they <laughs> so make the fast. playoffs. But wait, how is that not a true fan? That would be like saying I think the Jets are going. If I'm, I'm not, well, true. the Jets are. I'm being unequivocally not going. Obviously, I would love. I think it's if really the impossible. The Chargers made it. I just think there's a lot better teams in the league right now than the Chargers. And no, I'll give I'll give the Arizona this. They're hot right now, nine and one. But remember. They're this. hot? The, the, Arizona, yeah. You they, think they're just hot? You don't no, think they're a good team? No, no, they're a great team. But first of all, their quarterback is out the rest of the... the yeah, the Carson Drew Stanton now, Drew stepped up and he's he been can, playing well. He stepped up and he did a good job t- taking that away. But you got to realize, when you're a team this hot and you lose your starting quarterback the rest of your season... That does kind of make – now, I know the Cardinals will have persevered through that. Uh, Stanton, uh, wait, wait, Stanton, wait, Stanton has, has how many um, wins under his belt? This is like how many total career wins? No, he this this, took over. This was his second game. This was his second game, yeah. And he's won both of them, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I think they've picked up where they left off. And that says you know, a lot. If, you know if, if that, you can, that means a system is being effectively executed, and he just stepped up into that spot, yeah. and he's just yeah, it's like a plug and play. Exactly. I'm not, and you know that old but, saying: but, defense wins championships, right? Offense wins games. Yeah, well, in order to, I think win she's trying to say that you're. I I'm think she's trying the to say that are the, the best defense in the NFL right now. Okay, this, yeah. this, this, uh, better than the Legion of Boom. Yeah, way yeah. better. Yeah, Legion of Boom is not that good this year. They're the Legion of Doom this yes. year. Yes. Okay. Um, but no, basically, what I'm trying to say is, yes, Stanton may be able to get it done, but when you talk playoff football and going to the Super Bowl. That takes serious veteranship, experience, leadership. You have to have all those intangibles, especially as a quarterback. You, think you can't just step a... up into a, a team midway through and just take them to the Super Bowl. Now, Kaepernick did do that two years ago when Alex Smith went down, but Kaepernick's also a very special player for a very special team. So with that being said, you know, does, am I saying that you stand? You're so biased. I kind of am. I'm so, sorry. It's I so am. funny. But I'm admitting you're just, it. You're not biased. You're deluded. Yeah. You're like, just, you can't even admit when we're talking <laughs> on a Monday like, night At least football. I can admit that the Jets are terrible and we need a new I, GM okay. and all this stuff. You're just like, no, the Niners till I die. Because I'm a loyal Which I fan. am Jets. I'm for life. But it you guys are saying you're not loyal but if I'm you're realistic. realistic. Yes. The thing is, realistically, the Niners are in position to make the playoffs. Realistically, yes. right make the playoffs. They're, they're, in they're position not to going make... to the Super What's Bowl. What's their record right now? They're, I'm just saying, all I'm saying is this. Six Having and four, a backup quarterback in there okay. who, you know, who hasn't had many starts underneath his belt, there's a whole lot of intangibles that he has to accumulate, that he has to have in order to take a team to the Super Bowl. Did the Niners play Green Bay this year yet? Excuse me? Did you play Green Bay? Well, first of all, we know that we've had Green Bay in the postseason. Did you play them yet? The last couple of years, we've taken out Green Bay of the divisional playoffs. She asked this season if you played them. Did you play them? What what, does it matter? What does it matter? I'm just asking if you're playing a team. That's it. I just wanted to know. I don't know if the Niners are going to win that game. I don't think the Packers would smash the Niners. I don't think the Niners will win that. Did you guys watch the last two NFC playoff rounds where the Niners played the Packers? 
This is a whole new season. That's like me which... being like, did you watch the Super Bowl in 69 when the Jets won? Yeah. Did you watch it? First things first, 60, we're talking True. about two teams with pretty much the same players from last year and this year. Okay? Now, Aaron Rodgers is hot this year. I'm not going to give it away. He's a legitimate MVP candidate. He, he oh, that, made, that means that the Seahawks, by good. default, won the championship again this year. Why do I feel based like you guys are all logic. teaming up on me? Kevin's <laughs> just saying that they're hot. They, so based on that logic, win. that means the Seahawks are going to win again this year. Are you guys looking up for the 49ers versus Packers? Yeah. Are they looking up? They played this past uh, weekend, I think. No, they didn't. The, the 49ers beat the Giants this past weekend. No, yeah. 16 to 10. Alexis is looking it up for us. Anyways, oh, yeah. the, the, fa- the fact that the, the 49ers is, are not in the space or the shape of the condition to beat the Packers right now. No. But, okay, they're not. But, but, but I'm not saying play- they're not capable. They're definitely capable. But I don't see them right now where they're at beating the Packers, where the Packers are at and where the Niners. Now, maybe later on down the season, maybe. But where the Packers are at right now and where the Niners are at right now, the Packers will win that game. Yep. I bet on the, the Packers. Maybe I'd lose the bet. But, hey. I think still think the Packers are in a better position to win that game right now. At this point in the season. Huh? 49ers 23, Packers 20. When? January 5th, 2014. Yeah, that was the playoff that I told you about. That was last yeah. year. So, like I said, and also, you know, another thing that these guys got to realize is the 49ers have stepped, they step it up come playoffs. Now, granted, they did lose against Seattle last year in the NFC Championship game. Um, That's part of that, their Achilles heel, too, though. What, the Niners? Historically. Stepping it up. Just when it's time for them to. Historically, they have one of the best playoff records. If you really want to go back and look historically. Historically. I mean, we're really going to start talking about historically with Joe Montana and Steve Young and like a couple of the greatest teams in history. Like, really? Actually, the 85 Bears was the greatest team in history. I said one of the greatest. I said and I'm not of the biased teams against that. We're not talking about historically them with the with the with, uh, with the Hall of Famers yeah, and yeah. that. The fridge, Walter, Walter Payton. Let's talk about right Walter now, Walter Payton. Right now, All right. Morris, we Giants, can talk about 80s. this forever, but let's move on let's to talk about our the predictions. Boo boo. <laughs> All right, let's predict. <laughs> Thank you. Let's I just had to laugh at that. <laughs> Chargers are just. Oh yeah. Well, who's playing oh, now? So. Like I said earlier, the, the Steelers. The what are the Chargers? Can you record? stop? <laughs> what is the Chargers record? Um, I think it's probably actually. I think it's the same as the, the 49ers. 49ers. Yes. Six and four. Yes. And then what, okay. What is the I know they record? lost four. Oh games. my god! It is the same. So Kevin yeah, John, Kevin and John. you know what? They're only one game behind, and you're at three. So yeah, Kevin it. John. Hey, hey, you know what? Yeah. At the end of the day, uh, anyways, the Steelers have a bye week, week twelve, and then they play the Saints. Uh, the Titans play the Eagles at the Eagles next week or this week. Ooh, that might um, be a good game. The Titans at, at in Philly? Yeah. The Titans okay, in Philly? Okay, and then next Monday we have the Ravens. Damn, Ra- Titans are going to lose again. The Ravens at the Saints. So let's start. Steph, you can go ahead and start. Um, Steelers versus Saints, Titans versus Eagles, and Ravens versus Saints. Okay, what's the first one? Okay, Steelers, Steelers versus Saints. Where is that being they played? Have, well, they have a bye week, week 12, and then they're going to play at mm-hmm. home against the state Saints in week 13. I'm going to go with the Steelers. Okay. I'm going to go with the Eagles. Okay. And what was the other game? Ravens at Saints is next Monday. <sighs> I think that's going to be a really good game. Ravens I'm actually excited yeah. for that. Ooh. I'm going to go with the Saints. Contra, hmm. Percy. Okay, Kevin. Uh, I'm gonna start with the Ravens at Saints. I'm gonna go with the Saints as well because they're coming off a loss and I, I, they 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 know right now it's crunch time. This part of the season. Okay. Um, so I say they come back, get a victory. The Eagles versus who is it? Titans. Um, Where is that? In Philly. In Philly. I don't know because Mark Sanchez was looking quite Mark Sanchez's this last game. So, but I say also he gets also in Lambo in freezing cold weather. Yeah. He's gonna be at home. In freezing cold weather. Yes, but it's. I think it's a little bit different. I feel like there's nothing. I obviously have never been to Lambeau Field, but I feel like there's nothing like playing there. Everyone it's always says that stadium. that stadium is just unrivaled when it comes to being freezing cold and. You talking the about conditions. Titans? You talking about Titans in Philly? Yes, Titans okay. in Philly. Because so, he's saying that he's talking I'll, about. I'll, no, so I'm gonna get no, no. I'm gonna give the win to the Eagles. I want to give it to the Titans. I really do. So then do I it. Think I, Put your money where your mouth is. Because I'm. Damn. What, I mean, you, you might as well. I, know, I have nothing to lose. Playoffs, so. I have nothing to lose here. You know what? I, I am gonna go against the grain. 
And I am gonna, I, I am gonna say Titans. It's been a strong okay. arm. And reason the being, look at how easily persuaded you are. Reason I'm being right. is because I'm I think good. This, I think this exactly. past loss to Mark San, uh, Man, uh, Sanchez just cut down his confidence, and I think he's a little demoralized. And, he's choke. and I feel, I, I just feel another butt fumble or something coming up this next game. It's not choke so. time yet for Sanchez. Okay. And then so what was, the, what was the last game? The last one you didn't pick was Steelers versus yeah, Saints in Week 13. I'll go. I'll, I'll go with the uh, Steelers. I'll go with Pittsburgh. That is. Okay, so the first one was what again? First, well, let's go. Start off let's with go with Steelers. Steelers versus Saints. Yeah. Uh, in, in in New Orleans, Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh, yeah. I'll take uh, Pittsburgh in that game. Uh, the other one was Titans the Ravens. The Ravens. Ravens at Saints is next Monday. I, I'll pick the Ravens also. Titans. Sorry, at Saints. Philly. The Saints are more like the stains to me. Um, what is the other one? Titans at Philly. Philly. Philly over Titans. Okay. I, you know, I would, you know, I, I feel kind of like Kevin, but I will not substantiate a win of the Titans versus. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. can't do it. And, and what you got? No um, my cut. picks are the same as Thaddeus. I'm going Steelers over Saints, Ravens over Saints, and Eagles over Titans. All right. I, I think the Ravens. What's the Ravens' record right now? I don't know, but they're I think six we and four. It. They're six and four. There's a lot yeah. of six and, and four teams. And and what's the uh, what's the Saints record? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. Saints, they're under 500, I believe. Yeah, everyone yeah. in that they're division is six. under 500. Yeah, they're four and six. Atlanta's yeah, the leading NFC the South. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Horrible. But I wouldn't be a bit surprised. I'm just putting it out there that the Saints win one of those games. For them to win to lose both of those games is kind of unrealistic. Uh, but but at the same we'll time, see. at the same time, I'm we'll not going to pick the Ravens. I'm not going to p- choose the Ravens. You mean you're not going to pick the, the Saints, Saints over the Ravens? Ravens yeah. and I'm not going to choose uh, the Saints over the Steelers, the Steelers either. So. Okay. All right, so we'll find out. Um, thank you guys for watching, and we really appreciate all your comments. Reclavore, is that I say that right? Reclavore. Reclavore. Reg yeah, Lavore, thank you so much for tuning in every week. Yeah, you're, truly you're our number one a fan, faithful for sure. fan. And fantasy I appreciate stats guru. Fantasy yes. stats. Shout out yes. too. But exactly. we love when you correct us, help us yeah. out, give us stats, all that kind of stuff. We love it. So guys, tell them where they can find you. You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I am Steph with an F Z. S E F Z. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at HeyKevinJohn. And please read my sports blogs on my website, www.itskevinjohn.com. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Club Thaddeus. And you can find me at Twitter on Twitter and Instagram at Tina Cap. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Later. Peace out. Niners. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.